You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Hey, hey, thank goodness it's Thursday. Welcome back to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. This is Pastor Ty here. And today in our Bible reading, um, it was both Genesis 6 and Hebrews chapter 10. And uh, there's parts of both of them that jumped out to me. And so I'd kind of like to share with you how God spoke to me through both passages and how I think that there's parts of them that can go hand in hand. And so first of all, uh, while reading Genesis chapter 6, verse 9 in particular jumped out at me. It says this, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God. And what stood out to me um, was the stark contrast between this verse about Noah and the verses that come before and after it. For example, Genesis 6-5 says this, The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Okay, so that was before. And then after it says this, Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And so you have this corruption, this hatred, this evil and decay, but in the midst of it pops out Noah, who was, in stark contrast, he was righteous and blameless. And it kind of hints as to why he was this way. Actually, it doesn't hint at it. It says it because he walked with God. Now, I don't want to, you know, imagine how bad the state of things were in Genesis chapter 6 to warrant God's destroying the earth and wiping it out of all of mankind except for Noah and his family with a catastrophic global flood. I mean, things must have been pretty bad. But at the same time, we can also see that some of that still lives today. You know, corruption evil, wickedness, and decay is still very much prevalent in our world. Turn on the news for more than 10 seconds and you'll know that wickedness of man is still very great among the earth. And that's because, as we believe in the Bible, because the corruption stems from our separation from God that happened during the fall of man, which was just explained three chapters earlier in Genesis chapter 3. And we see all kinds of the consequences of this fall coming out in Genesis chapter 6. And that is why I'm thankful that the other reading for today is Hebrews chapter 10. Because it doesn't leave us in that. It actually shows us the pathway of how to be reconciled and reunited with God. How to close the gap of our separation, actually be reunited with him, as well as how to walk in contrast to a corrupt and broken world. And for each of those things, it is the same pathway. And this pathway is that of faith, hope, and love. We see all three of these in Hebrews 10, verses 19 to 25. I'm going to read the whole passage. It says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And so I love this passage and we see that the author of Hebrews gives these three exhortations for us to follow that begin, all begin with let us and they indicate how we walk with God and stand out from the world like Noah did. 
And so in verse, or the first one is, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. You know, and here it says that through faith in Jesus, we can walk confidently with God, knowing that we have been forgiven of our sins and are reconciled to him. You know, we can do so with full assurance because it's not about what we have done, you know, whether it's been bad or good, it is about what Jesus has done for us. That is grace through faith. Um, faith in Jesus forgives us of our worst mistakes and gives us Christ's perfect righteousness, which is better than even our best efforts to please God. And, and this sets us apart from the world because everyone, you know, in some way or another is trying to prove themselves as worthy, worthy of love, worthy of acceptance or salvation. But we stand apart in that we admit that only Jesus is worthy. And because of God's amazing grace, he makes us worthy through our faith in Jesus. So that's the first let us. The next one is, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. This one's focusing in on hope. Our hope is in an eternity spent with God in perfect harmony with the rest of God's family. You know, this allows us to walk with God even through the toughest times because we know that no matter what happens, God's promise to us will remain. And this should set us apart and make us stand out because we are willing to make decisions or even react to situations that looks absolutely ridiculous from a temporal standpoint because, you know, these are rooted in our eternal hope that nothing can corrupt or take away from us because he who promised is faithful. That's hope. The next one and the final one is let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. You know, the way that we walk with God is the way of love. Loving God and loving others, the two greatest commands. But in order to do this, we need each other. And that's why he says, don't neglect to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. You know, love does not just come naturally to us. And so we need it to be stirred up within us. Literally, the word there means to start a riot. So I tell you what, it would, it would definitely... We would definitely stand out in contrast with the world if we were stir up to stir up riots of love and good works. But in order to do this, it requires us to not neglect to meet together, which is kind of an interesting command in this time. You know, certainly we live in a time when meeting together has been challenging. Um, but with things opening up, we will hopefully be able to meet together in some way as a church. But also, you know, weather is getting nicer, so you can meet up with friends or go for a walk or a bike ride. You know, we don't have to neglect to meet together anymore. But when you do meet, if you don't, if you aren't neglecting to meet together, also don't neglect to encourage one another, especially in this challenging time. You know, people need encouragement more now than ever to continue their walk with God and their love of others. And so in Hebrews chapter 10, we see these three things, faith, hope, and love. And we see that they're not only the pathway that we walk with God, but they are also what make us stand out as righteous and blameless people, transformed by the grace of God through faith in Jesus. You know, I hope that today God was able to speak with you and speak to you. And I hope that you will not just be hearers of God's word, but also doers and sharers of it. And in order to help you do that, I want you to ask these three questions to yourself. Um, what was God saying to me today through this podcast? That's the first question. The next question is, what can I do about it? How can I put that into action today? And finally, who can I share what I learned with? 
And in that, I hope that you would be blessed in your hearing, in your doing, and your sharing. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.